Welcome to The Sacred Life. I'm Shan Vanderleek, and today I am speaking with Sophie Gregoire about her energetic forecast for the rest of 23, along with whatever else bubbles to the surface. Sophie is a writer, an author, a reader, channel, astrologer, numerologist, Reiki master and teacher. She leads sacred circles. This woman is incredibly potent and she does all of this online and in person in Toulouse, France. Welcome back to The Sacred Life, Sophie. It's so good to speak with you again. Hi, Shan. Thank you so much for this and for uh, inviting me again to your beautiful podcast and, and sharings today. Oh, I'm grateful that you're here. I enjoy all of your sharing. And as you know, before I start an interview, I always pull a goddess card to inform the conversation Mm -hmm. and the energy of the connection that we have. And today, Maeve came up, cycles and rhythms. Honor the cycles of your body, energy levels, and emotions. And I'm wondering how Maeve resonates with you today. Yeah, well, thank you, Shan, for doing this. That feels very powerful because, you know, as we're going to speak about the cycles we're in and this end of the year and what's happening at the moment, that feels very, very like aligned and synchronistic to the energy of this current eclipse. Um, which we're feeling at the moment, which opened at the end of October, October 25, and is closing with this full moon coming on November 8th. But I think it's more going to close like on the days after. And this is all about allowing some things to just be felt and seen and just release, right? Because this eclipse is going to end with the full moon. And it's going to end with this energy of Taurus and Scorpio very much connected to self-worth and what we think we deserve. And reclaiming, I would say, a little more of our worth to just continue evolving towards our brightest future, which is our biggest joy, right? Which is just moving forward in the direction of what feels good to us and accepting the release of the rest what can be on the way just deciding i'm gonna i'm gonna allow this higher energy to come to me so i'm gonna walk in that direction i'm mm-hmm. not gonna just you know wait i'm also gonna take those steps and allow this dream to come true by actually and tangibly taking small action steps in that direction right and so this is like always you know like this spiritual journey but i feel this is just like another push on that journey, like another layer of the push. Mm -hmm. Recently, you posted something quite lovely that I'm going to share. You said, your soul anthem is here, back, louder than ever. You are ready to live your life according to what is true, right, and aligned for you. Alignment as an energy means joy. Continue following your own joy your unique soul anthem. You are here to be fully expressed, to be fully alive, to be fully free. The cosmic flow is back, carrying you to your next manifestations and blessings. Continue. Magic is finding you now. Mm. Yeah. That is just so potent. And as I 
as I sit here with you before this eclipse and, and actually the, the um, conversation we're having will be posted right after it. Uh, I wonder how this gorgeous message came to you and, and how we can invite this in to fully receive it. The first part of this question, like how is it finding me? I would say that it does feel like a real, I would say pure channeling in the sense that when I write those updates, I just ask for the words as a collective need to hear. I'm trying to bring my, I would say my personality, like the, the Sophie person as far away as possible from it even if often it also does resonate with what I'm going through. So it's sort of interesting paradoxical feeling that it does speak to me, of course, as well, but it's not really coming from myself. And I've just, you know, discovered in time, like the first time I did this was a few years ago and I was just like forced to post something like this. My first like energetic update, I was like, okay, I'm going to post this on Facebook. That is very strange, <laughs> but I did it anyways. It was my personality finding this train, but I was <laughs> deeply uh, relieved to do it as if it was just meant to be that way. And I didn't know, you know, if it was going to resonate with anybody and I just witnessed it was resonating. So I kept doing it in spite of the inner negative blocks or negative conversations I can have. Like, why are you doing this? Are you sure this is going to speak to anyone else? You know, things like this. and. I think through time and just not letting this direct me, I continued and I I would say, when that happens, I just sit down and say, okay, we're doing the energy. Let's bring what other people that are on the same soul group need to hear for their journey because I believe I'm sort of channeling for the same soul group that I'm in. And so that comes pretty, pretty fast. Mm -hmm. And with this kind of wording that does feel potent because I feel that's the energy we need to hear as a, as a soul, as a person to help us also connect with the higher, higher forces, with, with the plan, with the cosmic forces and all this power and magic that is, is connecting us to those higher forms of energy, not too much being too grounded to tangible to daily but sort of helping us remember the higher cosmic forces that are always available to guide us right mm, and it's such a it's such a breath of fresh air it's such a, a wonderful space to say oh that's right i can choose joy i can be open to receive i have these other options and opportunities and there's so much great and crushing beauty in this world. It's not all about all of this other stuff, the, the negativity or the judgment or, or even some of the intensity around the planetary alignments right now. While those are true, they don't have to completely define how we're showing up. So that's one of the reasons why I, I enjoy the channeling that you share is it's like, oh, snap out of it. There's some, something so much um, grander here for you if, if you're open to it, if you allow it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think that 
But what are we doing here if we're not trying to experience alignment, which is experiencing joy? Not in the like crazy way, let's do this, it's fun, but more in the aligned with soul. Like when we feel we are very strange feeling of being in the right place with the right person, doing the right thing, whatever that is, it is very deep joy that's, that's provoked by this, which is alignment. And I feel whatever we do, and we all have different paths, of course, but the energy underneath what we actually do, like the actions and the job, the missions, whatever, it's the energy that matters, this energy of remembering what we came here to do or to be, right? Being aligned with this. And so you have your sacred practice, you receive this channeling, you share it with the soul group and and then how do you recommend that we be with that that we that we take that in and be with that what i would recommend is to allow like let the words go to our our soul like go to our core not receiving them like as an intellectual reading, you know, it's beautiful, what does that mean? And so on, but more letting the energy of it, you know, sometimes you read something like this and like, oh yes, you receive the energy and so you feel that maybe this action you wanted to take or this project you wanted to start, this relationship you wanted to give a chance to or to let go of, like that awakens this remembering in you, like the words, the energy from them you call something and you like like maybe you feel more joyful or more confident or the words tell you that you can believe in yourself you can believe in the plan so maybe one day you're going to surrender more because the words are saying that you can surrender to the cosmic world. you don't have to think all the time about it or to find your destination and maybe some other days is going to speak about taking action for your dreams and just allowing them to find you so maybe you had this idea in mind of maybe taking a class or maybe going on some travel or something and that it is going to help you or bring some reassurance or confirmation maybe about this energy we're already feeling, but then you need this small push that's helping you actually do the thing. Mm, beautiful. Well, I'd like to thank you for the inspiration that you share and and for your transparency and bravery. And, and now that you've been at it a while, it probably doesn't feel quite so courageous as it did in the beginning. But what I find is if, if one of your posts or one of your sharings reaches me, it tends to reach me right at the moment where a piece of it will say, oh yeah, or, or I'll take a nice deep breath and go, yeah, you're right. Alignment does mean joy. <laughs> yeah. You are, you are a potent channeler and astrologer. And one of the reasons why I invited you to come back today was to share with us a, a forecast of the energy for the rest of the year from after the eclipse on. Anything that comes up for you that you can share and then any suggestions that you have for us to how to how to ride that energy through the end of the year? Absolutely. So there are different things coming to mind as you were speaking. So firstly, 
but it's more for people in the north or northern sorry hemisphere. There is this feeling that I always feel when it's November, December, of allowing the year to finish to find completion and feeling deeply honoring what happened. Would it be good, bad? From a personality perspective, it's always I feel divine in the sense that it's helping shed new layers connecting us back to our soul mission and our soul purity. So I think one first invitation is to feel this energy of, oh, what happened this year? You know, just feeling this to bring it like this ending, this completion to remember, to honor, to maybe to grieve, maybe to congratulate ourselves or somebody else, you know, but just bring this completion. You know, like sometimes it's, a birthday and you have this practice in the family oh yeah it's your new year but also congratulations for all you've done this year for all you achieved or manifested or load or let go of whatever that is it's all like congratulations energy that i like to honor at the end of a year and more than oh i wish i i had done this and that also it's really feeling the gratitude for all that's happened also, you know, all that's already happened. Mm-hmm. I think that's important. Um, and secondly, so this eclipse is really opening new pathways. It's even like, I mean, maybe you've sought for several months or years, like this is not line anymore. I want this to happen. This is what I feel happened, but it's not, it doesn't seem to grant or to land so far. You know, those ideas we have and we know that may happen, but it's not landing. Yeah. And so I feel this eclipse is going to open up new pathways, helping and accelerating the, the landing of those things, like maybe a progression in relationships or like a shedding of a project so that we can step into a new one. Or I've always dreamed I would write this, but I never really found the strength because many, many, many things had to happen before. You know, sometimes we know we'll do something, but we also know it's not tomorrow. There is this intuition that a few events or a few informants must take place before that. And so I'm feeling this eclipse is going to accelerate and speed up this, those lendings. And so what we could do after that is, I would say, receive this new information and not go backwards. You know, that's the first invitation that feels very simple, but not to go backwards to old ways, old connections, old um, ideas we had about ourselves. Just really keep writing the flow and really not allowing our personality or fear or fear of the unknown to make us go backwards, but really continuing. You know, I think oftentimes the message is continuing with what's building up, you know, continuing with the energy that's progressing and not, you know, life only goes forward in some way. So continuing with that, because it's like it's really going to rearrange or map out the word. So then maybe we're going to be like, oh, my God, that's past. Let's continue with life as normal. But the invitation Mm -hmm. would be to not do this, but continue into those new invitations we received. It's like this eclipse is bringing to me, I'm hearing the words initiation or invitation into more. And so what we can do after this is really continuing. And even if we take only baby steps, 
what matters, I feel, is always to be consistent and to be, you know, to continue. You know, even if we do something very small this week, that's something. You know, we want to always go in the same direction to be clear in our signal to the universe, right? Right. And I and I love that you begin by being grateful and celebrating what's already happened through this completion so that you can open up for the invitation, that you can open up for what is to come because of that completion, what whatever that may be that you do leave behind. Because sometimes it's it's comfortable for us where it feels like, well, it's more comfortable for me to go to that place that I know. But that place that you know is no longer there and no longer serves you. It's time to walk through this new gateway. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I feel I, I really resonate with that. And I also feel that open we we're so in the future, we we want the next thing. Like, you know, I want this, I want that. I'm not happy here. I'm not blah, blah. And so when we do this, we forget this feeling of gratitude of already like honoring what's already like given by the universe, by source. And I do feel that as long as we do not honor what's already shifted, it's hard to go to the next layer because I even feel that honoring and celebrating and feeling what's already there is helping the next manifestation, right? As if it was a part of this like first step, you know? Mm-hmm. If we're always like in the future and hoping things would be different, things would be faster, things would be this and that, it's like our focus is not really here. Um, and that does feel like a beautiful, powerful spiritual practice also for this end of the year. Already being here, feeling all that's present. Okay, this energy is finished. I can go. Mm-hmm. And then more from a, an astrology space, what what are you seeing? What can you tell us about the astrology from the other side of the eclipse to to the end of 2022? Well, I, I feel there is this first, like there is one big thing that's happening with the squares that happened with Saturn and Uranus at the end of 2020, beginning 2021. So there is like a cycle that wants to find completion uh, with this. So maybe remembering what happened in that time for you and trying to see what has shifted, what is closed, what is changed, what is finished, and what's where do we go now? You know, cycle ending from this time beginning. And like apart from this, and this real invitation around self-worth with the nodes being in Taurus and Scorpio, so really claiming our self-worth, really allowing our self-worth to be as big as it wants to be. Apart from those two invitations connecting with the square and this and this nodal story, like the nodes always take us into our next karmic evolutionary step, right? So when the nodes are involved, it's like, okay, this is this is a new phase. This is really the new phase towards our own north node mm-hmm. in our own natal chart, right? But apart from that, I think it 
it really depends also a lot on each individual battle chart in the sense that we're not like we can feel i would say collective tendencies like like this but the chart is really being pushed at an individual level differently and i'm sure you're aware and have have looked at the the chart for the united states where i live and um and here we are in this really interesting time and i believe it is our um pluto return yeah it is it is <laughs> <laughs> and um while i am not the astrologer that you are i study every day and learn a little bit more every day and it it's just really interesting how in alignment uh, we are with with that return yeah that's, that's very interesting to see those returns like you know saturn return uranus return pluto return and, and this is like that at an individual perspective and this one is really about death in reverse so do we allow what has to die to die which is pluto's medicine you know pluto wants things to just fall down so mm -hmm. it's like if you hang on to what was, Pluto medicine cannot work. Like the, its medicine is in the destruction and reconstruction. It's very scorpionic, it's very phoenix, it's very fiery in some way. So Transformational for sure. Yeah, very. So if we allow the fall, then it will be fun because there will be so much energy for the reverse. Like when something gets burned, you know, it's it's very hard and it's very painful but then you have no choice but to rebuild but if you're like no 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 let's not burn it let's keep everything in place or maybe just move like a chair in the house from here to there you know then nothing mm -hmm. really evolves right so pluto is very intense in that way yes pluto and mars are the ruler of my chart so i'm i'm aware <laughs> oh yeah are you a scorpio rising yes yeah me too <laughs> <laughs> so I, I do feel connected to that as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. You say that your passion is to help others tap into their highest potential and embody their greatest and most fulfilled, empowered selves in the world. And I know you do that through a number of different offerings, but can you speak to, uh, to us about your soul's reading and, and clearing offering, or, I mean, that's the one that I'm curious about, but certainly you can share any anything you like. I feel my mission, if I have any, you know, is really to help people um, allow their highest path to come to form, right? And I feel that goes through many different ways. You know, like for instance, when you do a birth chart, it's helping you knowing yourself deeper or understanding what's going on like numerology you know helping you understand who you are helping you connect with your cycles like we have three numerology cycles in our lives things like this so that's more like i would say self-discovery tools but also sometimes we want to bring more support in a more regular way because we need support to just you know once or twice or or more times feel some form of intuitive guidance to help clear uh, some blocks or to help get confirmations that will help us go forward and change what we want to change. So mm -hmm. to be more like specific in those souls clearings and, and readings, 
what I do is I use several tools like intuitive channeling, cards sometimes, clearing of early childhood and birth memories. I just connect with a person and see, okay, so that seems to be connected with relationships. That's This energy seems to be connected, what they need to hear seems to be connected with an ancient or birth sort of trauma or energy. Well, that seems to be connected with just finding patience and just bringing some spiritual practices. So I go intuitively into the space and and bring or say what I feel will help to just feel in this highest energy, you know, in this most aligned energy, in this most joyful energy as well, right? right? So sometimes we want to clear something. So we want to speak of something maybe older that's blocking the path and blocking and that we want to release so that we feel less heavy, we feel lighter, and we can reconnect a feeling of low self-force with something that happens through birth or a feeling of uh, being close in our hearts with a feeling of a very early relationship that didn't work. So sometimes we want to release to mm-hmm. have more newness, more lightness find us. And with other people, sometimes I feel that it's more about pushing more so that more of the beauty, more of what's already present can be brought into form, helping mm-hmm. shed the fears, helping find more courage or more, even more sometimes mythologies to to continue with a project, like a work project, a book project, uh, a professional project, a relationship project. Like it's about finding self-confidence so that we bring things into form. To cut a long story short, that can be some releases energies or some let's move forward energies, right? Mm-hmm. I can use some guided meditation sometimes that I'll also do like when connecting with a person, because I always work with connecting with a person. So I don't have like one, I would say forever repeated or that I do always with everybody's sort of methodology or modality. It's more through what I, what I feel that I'm going to say, okay, maybe we're going to, I'm going to guide this guided meditation. Maybe I feel we should talk about this. So it's going to vary. Right. 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 Well, and because you have, have studied and and have mastered so many different modalities, you have a lot to choose from. And because you trust your guidance, I can see that you you go with that. And you you go where you're led to go based on the connection with the other person's energy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's very much like an intuitive reading and clearing because for me, Whenever we're going to push some important information, will be some release or some manifestation, building more self-confidence and so on. Whenever we move things, we clear the energy, you know, in some way. Sure. So That's even true. if I'm not going to say in the session, I'm doing a clearing, like I'm connecting with all of her chakras and clearing them. The clearing happens because we, we did what we did. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Are there any other offerings that you'd like to make us aware of before we end our time today? Yeah, so I've started recently because I I, I did several trainings connected to a prenatal trauma, like when you're in the womb of your mother and birth trauma and how that connects with our line, you know, our, our transgenerational healing, right? So 
by studying this, I have started some sessions really focused on this because whenever I do a session with someone, if I feel like I need to go into that, I will, but I've, I would do this, but I've also opened sessions really focused on the specific sort of healing. So to, to help people that you already feel, you know, they want to do that work. Wow. That's really potent work in itself. Yeah, I I I I really love it. I, I feel it's very it's it's been helping me a lot, you know, to know that the stories of our births in our lines get repeated, you know, from one generation to the next. <laughs> oh my gosh, Sophie, they get <laughs> they get repeated so much, and w- without getting into a lot of my my own story, uh, I have to get into a little bit of my own story. Uh, my mother and I almost both didn't make it. It was a very, very messy, scary birth. And, you know, breach birth, the whole thing back a, a, a long time ago in a land far, far away. And so I know there's a part of me that uh, has to clear regularly that I almost killed my mother. Yeah, that's yeah, my energy was so big coming in. I mean, and it makes all of it makes sense to me because of the work that I have done and do. Mm. But it's still a piece that comes around. And, you know, even sharing that with you and with our listeners right now, it's like, oh, man, that's still that's still got some weight to it. Thank you for sharing this with me. And, and, and with us, it's so powerful because you know, we think, oh, yes, it's like a story. My birth happened like this. You know, I'm alive. It's so cool. You know, that's the mind. But then the body um, has the memories of it. Um, it. It's so like, for instance, when we do an hypnosis with somebody that was born with uh, the umbilical cord around the neck, sometimes they, me too, <laughs> me too. And I had also very traumatic birth. Like my mom had a very traumatic birth with me. So when we do this hypnosis, sometimes people they they like they cough, they do you know, and they they feel something around the neck. There is really this body memory, and sometimes we know something is off. Like we always are late in appointments, or always very early, and that can be easily connected with did we arrive post term or very much pre term, where we forced into birth, like stuff like that. And when we say this to people, that feels so obvious. But as long as it's not brought to consciousness, we don't know it. Like, it's like, yes, of course, but it's not really integrating the body's wisdom. You know, it's like, okay, whatever. But, you know, <laughs> right, that's right. what really tries to bring our consciousness to what's been said and have it land into the body. So that then when the next situations in life that sort of brings this trauma back up, happen we make we connect the dots and we make the connection so the intention is always to bring healing and and clarity and consciousness and relief to our current uh, daily story and daily life right mm, beautiful yeah and, and there is so much i've discovered by doing those trainings and, and working on myself streets there is so much also with fertility issues you know when we we have something it's it it's actually connected to generations before Right, it gets to be repeated, and we also know that the, all the first pregnancies in the line tend to vibrate with the same frequency. All the second, also like all the third, and so on. 
Um, so that's that's very that's very powerful. That's one of the most powerful tools I've sort of studied so far. And is that something that is that uh, hypnosis? If if somebody schedules that with you, or is that also very intuitive? Or yeah, what what does that look like to be in that session with you? Yeah, so that looks like with so we always start with an intuitive. I would say conversation. And then I tend to guide, um, I tend to do guided meditation in the time that's left. And from those two things, like the conversation with the brain, like, oh yeah. And then the, the meditation trying to reconnect with the baby that's um, like in, in that story, that's already like in one hour or one hour, 15 minutes, like some work. And then we can also connect like for instance, two or three times and do like an, an additional layer, like a longer hypnosis, you know, which goes deeper or like more, um, you know, because sometimes you do a session and then something else happens. Like you talk to your mom or to your grandmother, I don't know. And then, oh yes, and they told me this. And so maybe we connect to bring more healing to this new information or to bring a deeper healing to what was said before, things like that. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm grateful to know that you offer that service that's so beautiful and I imagine would be so helpful to many that you have worked with already and yeah. continue to work with. Thank you, Sean. Yeah, I, I really yeah. love it. Thank you. Yeah, right on. Is there anything else that you'd like to leave us today? Any any blessings, any any channeling, anything that's coming through that, that needs to be shared? Try to be one with the flow. Something moves, something moves. Something new opens and something's removed, it's removed. You know, not always clinging on to things, being in the future, being in the past, but being one with this flow, that's, but always trying to get us to what's best, you know? And when we, when we really allow this knowing, like I'm always carried to what's best, there's no coincidences, there are no mistakes on the path. If we can connect with that, we can allow the cosmic flow to really guide us and be one with us. We're not resisting anymore. So that would be, um, I feel that's the energy mm -hmm. of the moment. To not resist the deep sensations that may emerge, not the reactions. Like, I'm not happy for one hour. That's, you know, those things that stay, those knowing, those deep belly knowing, you know, those new deep belly knowings, we want to let them be as much as a new, also external things that happen, like a new person in our lives, somebody that leaves, uh, synchronistic moments or discoveries, like all this eclipse are faded changes, right? So if you travel somewhere and you meet somebody opening a pathway to that, and you're like, oh my God, that's really big. Yes, maybe that's just right for you, you know? It's understanding that what's happening in this time is really like mm -hmm. organized. You know, doesn't mean we don't have free will. We always have free will to go towards that or to not or whatever. But the universe is trying to bring this faded um, beauty in our life. So letting this, you know, take place, happen, be felt, be received, right? Yeah. Open to receive. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Oh, Sophie, thank you so much. You have, you're such a, a bright light and I'm, incredibly grateful for all that you've shared with us today. Thank you. 
Thank you, Shan, for saying this. I'm very happy and, and, and grateful we could do that today. That was Sophie Gregoire. Visit her website at sophiegregoire.com to learn more about all of her precious and potent offerings. <laughs>